Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. The legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the week and scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you from the unusual time slot of a Tuesday evening, 30th of June. Cold, rainy Sydney Portier day couple of days out from what was just a sensational round of rugby league. We are fully in the finals footy um, rounds now, approaching September. You can smell September. Um, as always, come to us live from Victoria, former Hong Kong board member, Hong Kong Rugby League board member and international Jack Muir. How's it going, mate? Yeah, very good. Thanks, Rehurry. Um, yeah, apologies to all the listeners. Wow, do we need to give them apologies? I mean, we nah, do this fuck our, fucking off our own fucking bat. We watch a lot of league for them. Our families suffer. In fact, um, Rehurry, you got a bit of a uh, stick from the mumsy tonight. Um, she goes, what? Why is he put, recording at this time? This is the... The, the the hour when the kids are going mental. I said, look, you can come onto the podcast and have a go and let everyone listen. <laughs> uh, she wasn't too keen on that, though. Fair enough. No, just put the little one to bed and ready to talk league after just a weekend that exploded out. Um, I guess the first thing that we've got to talk about is, as Warriors fans, you and I, we're going to just hit it early. We're going to hit it clean, crisp. I'm done to death with it. Isaac Luke has just had his dangerous throw grade two um, declined. And he was out for three matches where the blue-eyed boy, Jake Trebojevic, is free to play next week. Thoughts on that? Um, I think it was Michael Burgess, the um, New Zealand Herald columnist, Mm. that basically said, come on, like, and he he confirmed Jake Trebojevic is the blue-eyed boy. Mm. Which is true. He's just a darling because he plays for Manly, the glamour, or they glamour, the semi glamour club, mm. New South Wales, Australia, and he compared him against the boy from Taranaki, mm. the boy that's come from nothing that used to tackle goalposts as a kid, goalposts without that padding that you used to have. Um, yeah, what else can I say? Pretty inconsistent. Let's not go into the reasons why. I just don't understand why they're not the same grade. They are. As as close as two tackles as possible. I guess I've got that precedent of the Cottridge one, but I just thought a downgrade would have been the right thing to do, um, and clearly not. He's gone. Um, just give me give me thirty seconds on the refs, Eels v Warriors in the weekend. They've been so, they've been stood down, so I'm I'm actually okay that they've been reprimanded. So look, we're filthy. But reprimanded is too late, Rehurry. We've lost two points and yeah. a spot on the eight. Like the the eight means a lot, not just to you know us as Warriors fans, but it means a lot to New Zealand. And you know these fucking sorry these these Aussie guys, they don't have no idea how much decisions like that affect the game in our country. Um, you know, losing out the potential for the eight, the crowds, the 
We're gone. We won't make the eight now, mate. You know that. We would have made it if we won that game. Yeah, look, we would have been a fair shot. We would have been um, equal with the Broncos. And... No, of course we would have made the eight. Of course, and it's just not on. No, I know you're fired up. I am too. I've, I've let the last 48 hours has washed over me, and I'm kind of in a numb state now where I'm just looking forward to seeing my team play. I do think that the Warriors are about to get one of their all-time make-up refereeing performances on Friday night, uh, Friday night the pub game, and you can put your house on the Warriors beating the Raiders because the refs will but really no one's try and got a house up. left, Ree, Harry. You got them to put it on the Roosters against the Cowboys. <laughs> I almost did a Thurston laugh then. <laughs> um, what? Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, those of you who punted that one, which no one's taking my advice for the tips these days anyway. I've, I've bank robbed. I've bank rolled fucking um, rob banked, whatever you want to call it. It's a Tuesday. It's not flowing like it usually does. Um, yeah, my punting's poor. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Did you think the pass from Roger was forward? I think it was the no! line, it was line ball at worst. It was back um, out of the hand for mine. Big shout out to Benjamin Hayden out yeah. in the um, uh, I think it's Abu Dhabi base, you not Arab Emirates. Just actually on one of those league forums explaining what a forward pass is, mm. and it's not relative to the ground, you mugs. Yeah, and I think you've got to give Stu Pierce's um, his big ups as well. He's been on that train all week saying it was back, and the Tedesco one was back as well. The Roosters game is a shocker, um, but those that's forward passes for you, isn't it? It's a, it's. I think the forward passes they generally get them wrong more often than they get them right. But I mean, seventy percent of the uh, passes are technically yeah. forward anyway, aren't they? If you go by some of the letters of the law. No, no, no. It's out of the hands. So out of the hands if it's line or backwards, it's fine. Mm. So sometimes if it if it's actually a so it's actually difficult to be a forward pass, but, you know, I'm not going to go back and open up old wounds with the Edric Lee one. But, you know, it's actually quite... I think people think there's more forward passes than there actually is, mm. especially like you've got a Canberra crowd or, a, you know, those famous booing crowds. You just go, you know, do you want to get the ref on their side? Eels were pretty good at that with the 9-1. Eels right, actually. 30 yeah. seconds to go. Um, but yeah, yeah, you can put a line through the Warriors as we kind of did a few weeks ago anyway. But they gave us a little bit of hope. Um, I'm going to. But go how back. many of those games that we could have won? Panthers, uh, you know, Storm, you know, over there or down Broncos. here. Broncos. Like the fucking out. Like we could have been top four contenders. Yeah, them's the Warriors. Um, I'm going to take you back to the start around 19 when the Sharks. Played pretty fucking average and beat the Cowboys. Sean Johnson turned it on after getting a copping a lot in the press. They're still alive. The Tigers are still alive after beating the Knights. I think the Knights are gone. I'm putting a black line through the Knights because they ain't going to go to Brookie and beat Manly this weekend. Now, to one of our listeners, Clint, um, he thinks they've got a really good roster. And why aren't they performing with this good roster? Okay, I'm going to stop him, stop him there. And I've been on this and I've been on the show heavily at the start of the season, not so much lately. But I'm going to tell you what, the Newcastle Knights have a bottom eight roster. So Nathan Brown's done well with them? Nathan Brown has basically done par for the course. Ninth or tenth is about where they should be. They don't, they've got Kalen Ponger, Jesse Ramian, Mitchell Pierce, David Klemmer, Humanist, you say, and no, Levi. 
No, no. They, they, those guys are just barely hanging on to first grade. And you've got a little bit of, you know, Sofiti come Connor Watson. They, oh, they've got four players. You know, they're, they're not that... Counted they, six, but I like your maths. They're not that much different to a West Tigers. Well, West Tigers have basically And they're not two. a million miles away from... I mean, the Cowboys have got a better roster than them. What, what do the, the what position do the Knights need to bring in a household name at and they become real contenders? They just need a couple of decent forwards. Other forwards, don't they? Yeah, maybe a Boyd Corner would be good there. Yeah, I don't know if Boyd Corner can play well outside of the Roosters now. I feel like his body's just... I feel like he's the oldest 26-year-old in the world. His body is... No, he's 26. Hits. Yeah. Um, but, you know, look at the Cowboys. They've got a better... Um, you know, top six, top seven than the, than the Knights. They're nowhere near the eight. The Dragons have got a better um, roster than them. Yeah. The Sharks have got a way better roster than them. The Panthers, yep. maybe not. So, look, I'm, I put, who's the... Oh, you, you had someone like Josh Mansour, who would be a household name two years ago. Is And I think I quoted it the other day. It's, it's one of the greatest drop-offs in form I've seen in professional rugby league. Yeah, we're not quite talking your McGrady um, proportions, but he's gone downhill. Uh, McGrady, I think, just went bush, like went, literally didn't like the city. Yeah, but I guess he he went from the Rothmans medal to um, smoking Rothmans, uh, I guess. Uh, Dabo, diehards, or whatever. Yeah. Um, my biggest my biggest gripe this year now is where the bottom half of the eight is, is that the Eels, and at the moment the Broncos... Even the Panthers, I guess the Panthers from class perspective, they kind of, maybe they deserve to be there, but I don't want to see the Eels and the Broncos in there. You want to see the Sharks, who actually can upset the apple cart. I still have faith in the Sharks upsetting someone in the semi-finals. Yeah, and I tend to agree with you, and a lot of other learned leagueies agree with that as well. The only thing is, I think the Sharks have got a make-or-break game this week, which we'll get to that. They're hosting the Rabbitohs. So nothing like your season yeah. being on the line there. Um, but the Rabbitohs aren't, again, aren't, aren't impressing many people, are they? Sammy's back, though. What, with a drip in his arm? Sammy Burgess is back. Um, when they started drinking uh, that gherkin juice? That was about four years ago, Brookvale Oval, when Freddie was on the sideline. And he was picking up the jars of gherkin juice and drinking it when he was on the was his, before his coaching the New South Wales coaching days. Um, no, no, it was for the the, the, the subby the reserves were drinking it because it was good for lactic acid or something. Yeah, for cramps. But like it sort yeah. of appeared on the um, on the sideline a few years ago. Um, what did you think, Rabbitohs Dragons game? I actually had a big punt on the Dragons, who were paying three dollars ten or no three forty head to head. Went to sleep, didn't you? I went to bed. I went to bed happy on Friday night because Gareth Woodup just struck a penalty a minute to go, so I turned my phone off. I was watching just that last kick in bed on my phone. I, was, I had a big week, and I was like, you fucking beauty. Good on you, Dragons. And I get up in the morning, and <laughs> they've had a miracle. They've absolutely had a miracle. Do you think that try should have been allowed off the short kickoff, that Saab was technically taken out in the air, or do you think that Saab... As uh, Mitchell Cribb told me, um, who's the aficionado on the rules, he actually is the attacker. Um, he was yeah, attacking the attacker. ball. Yeah. So you can tackle the attacker in the air. Yeah. yeah so that's he, a strange rule, eh? 
It's a it's a rule that I think could get the NRL in trouble if someone breaks their neck. Like, does a Leon bot like actually lets a Suniyasi Vunivalu or a yes. Tour just catch it and just doesn't even worry about trying to compete as a defender? It's a, it'll look a little bit weird mm. if you're not trying to catch the ball, but then just takes them out and breaks their neck. Then, why why is know. why are you allowed to do it? Like, forget attack versus defence. There's still because a guy in the air. What's I've the thought about it? I thought it's about rugby league. It is about. It's about your turn with possession, and it's almost like the defender should get a bit of an advantage because at the end of the day, the attacker actually gets a quite a bit of an advantage if a ball goes up and is kicked quite well because they have the momentum coming through, running onto it. You know, hmm. so I don't, I don't mind the rule in theory. Nah, actually, I don't. Nah, it's just nah, I don't like it because dangerous. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you might be right. It's going to take something bad. I mean, picture this, though. Picture this. Um, ben Hunt puts up a beautifully weighted kick to Campbell Graham, hmm. and Cam Campbell Graham. Why is Ben lets, Hunt playing with Campbell Graham? No, to his wing. Saab. The, to, to Saab, who's competing with Campbell Graham, and Campbell Graham just thinks, "I'm not going to jump for this. I'm just going to take him out." Hmm. Just that would look weird, and it looked dirty. There was and an then I think like the ref that. would just make one of those yeah. like calls outside the rules, like fucking Chris Sutton does, yeah, um, to penalise Graham. Um, did you see the Cameron McInnes charge down that led to the Saab try? Yes, I did. That's I the best it. play I've seen in easily. All, it's the it's the play of the season. Just that that usually from that charge down. You know, someone quite often the attacking team just get the ball back again. But he sprinted, dived under two people, got the ball, quick play the ball, spread it to the right. That was just so unbelievably brilliant. It's almost clutchy, almost Mahochi Cam like. Um, and I think we've discussed this on the show before. The the what would, I'd call them the two schools of rugby league coaching. The one, and it's either. You're either in the one school or the other school. One is the coaches go, put the pressure on the kicker, mm. and I don't care if you charge, and, and have a go at charging them down. Mm. The other school is like, do not charge down. Do not play at it. What school are you on if you're a coach? Don't charge down unless it's um, the last three minutes. Okay, I'm, I'm a last Steve Price. I'm a Steve Price. Every time. Yeah, because but, but I, I think find... even if you only get 30% of them, I think you've still got an advantage. I find, well, 30% is an advantage because you're going to get the ball back 70% of the time. So, therefore, it's not no, an no, advantage. No, no, no. If you only get the ball back 30% of the time, I think it's an advantage. I don't think there's that there's enough success in actually charge downs. Quite often, I mean, not quite often. Well, is the technique, are they not positioning the angle of their arms in the right play to not put it, you know, sort of put a, an acute angle so it sort of charges, angles it back towards your... How, how, your defenders. Well, Steve Price was doing something in 2005. He was literally he was getting one a game. Was he offside? But how but was he doing yeah. it as a prop? I think it was out of marker, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he loved running out of marker and putting the pressure on. Yeah. Whew. Something else. So what? You, so we both went down to um, uh, Henson Park on Sunday afternoon, right? Mm-hmm. There was nine, well, I don't know what crowd, there was there 9,000 odd people or whatever. I've heard of varying degrees, I've heard nine, I've heard 12, I've heard 16. 
Did you, did you know? I think you might have left, but do you know the um, the band, the choir at halftime, the Balmain Choir sung Flame Trees. What's Flame Trees? No, that Jimmy Barnes song. Like it's an iconic Australian battler song. Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. a real rugby league song. Um, but so in in your marketing, uh, put your marketing head on. Mm. What was the attraction? What? Why did that many people, t- bigger than an NRL game, Saturday afternoon help? Well, I mean, not many people watching the game why don't they just go to the pub it's I think it's a family affair family okay. friendly people love beer it was um, it wasn't too premium it was just just in the yeah. middle actually right? so, the beer was good and it's like it was all like six bucks so it was it actually was, it was well priced yeah, easy yeah. access um, there is a lot of good surrounding pubs surrounding the oval it was a beautiful day and it's just such a legendary place. If you haven't been to Henson Oval, Henson Park, to watch a Newtown Jets game, you don't have to go to the Beer Festival, which is obviously one of the highlights of the calendar calendar year. Go to any Newtown Jets. We went to one last year. We, we talked about it at length on the show. And that was just a normal normal week. It was brilliant. Just to sit yep. on the hill. This one was standing room only on the hill. Um, I don't think I even watched any of the footy. I was just yarning to me mates and chasing after me, me kid. And the bouncy castle, um, it's just, it's got something for everyone. But I was thinking, to me, a lot of it, like, there was quite a lot of people, sort of, I'd say, under 40, but you saw a few purists, you know, wearing Newtown tops, sort of over 40, and the, you know, they shouldn't be wearing beanie genera- uh, uh, hoodie generation. And to them, I reckon a lot of it's nostalgia. Like, yes. Nostalgia is something that really brings the brings people there's no feeling like it and it's a carnival it, 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 it was a rugby a carnival. league it's just, carnival you, you, you always look back on the past mm, with fondness. even though you're probably depressed in the past like i look back and, and it leads into we were blessed we really were blessed last week rehurry to be mm. able to watch uh the two episodes of three we haven't seen the, i don't think you've seen the third one yet of the warriors documentary yeah. and which was a it basically gave a summary of the Warriors from its inception to about 2004 last night, uh, in the mm. first two episodes. Now, if you're a New Zealander, you need to watch this. Documentary. We'll share it on Twitter. We'll share the links on Twitter. Even also, if, you're, if you're a footy if you're fan. If you're an Aussie, yeah. I'd, I'd love to watch a, a doco about that, about the Sharks or the Titans. The nostalgia the there, Rihari, was yeah. phenomenal. You're in tears at stages. Yeah, there was one stage I actually welled up was when Greg Alexander was talking about the 1995 season and he was saying he had just come over, um, you know, he just come off the death of his um, younger brother. He wanted a change and he got over early in the season, well before pre-season. We just wanted to acclimatise to Auckland. He was doing a lot of promotional um, tours and appearances and stuff. And he, he went down to South Auckland and he just was talking about how many um, how many face tattoos he saw, and how how scary these guys were. And he walked in there, and he was just petrified. And then they turned out to just be the nicest guys ever. So it's your once were warriors kind of material, and Brandy was just loving it. And he was talking about the the opening game ever, and saying it was the biggest, if not the biggest club game he'd ever played in. The atmosphere, right, and, and that's the thing. Like you can sort of, I, I remember the same part of the documentary. You're sort of thinking. What he wouldn't have realised is those guys would have been league tragics. Oh, yeah. And them having, like, Brandy, who would have been, like, Australian, like, state of origin. 
They would have just loved to be at their local pub. Um, it's it's a must watch. We'll share it on Twitter. Um, completely forgot about that, but I think the third one's out now, available. Just got sent a link. Um, did you? Did yeah, you? I did. Yeah, I did. Fuck, so, make me send that on. I'm watching that tonight. Cool. I just can't wait to watch. Can't. So it's going to be from 2004 to 2000 present day. I want to see how they treat the um, Manu Vatuvai Tears Instagram episode, and yeah, also good. the Tony Kemp. No, no, no. The other one I already want to see how they do is how the how they actually treat Bluey McLennan's year in 2012. Because I'm one of the guys that thought it was better than people thought. In fact, this year, I honestly believe we won't make the eight, right? But mm. this could be a year where I think Kearney, even though he doesn't make the eight, you, you need to. I think he's done quite well. It's going to be hard to say that we've done quite well when we haven't but made the eight with that so, roster. Yeah. Look, look. That, it, it's not that good. Our roster's shit. Nah, it's, it's, it's eight-worthy. Hey, it's worse than Newcastle. Okay, we've got No, Sheik. it's not. We've got Tui Vasa Sheik. It's not. Who else have we got? Malmalo Fussy Tua. Hang on, they're Blake wingers. Green. Blake Green, Cody Nicarina, just... Tohu Harris. Tohu hasn't played, mate. And then you've got solid props in... Um, Al Mal and now nah, look, we're, we're close to the Knights. We're, we're about the similar yeah. to the Knights. Now we've got a bit more than the Knights, I think. Touch above. Really? Oh, can can the people get on Twitter? Touch above. Actually, when you when you post that thing, when you post I'll that, do a poll. Or is okay? Can you a poll? Who on paper Tell this them. year yeah. has a better squad, Knights or Warriors? Please get on Twitter and vote. Fair. Thanks. Good. Okay. What about the Storm and my boys, the Manly Sea Eagles? After last week, and you were giving it to me after the performance against the the Eels, but the Storm Seagulls, is that the game of the year? Uh, yeah, it was right up there. And we're talking Mr. Clutch again, aren't we? Uh, DCE? Yeah, the best yeah, half back in our yeah. game. Yep. Fuck. Now, uh, but I mean, now where I do mean, you stand on them? Stand, mate, wait, hang on. What are you having, I, I've always you were giving it to me last week about how I was overreacting to Manly. And they came. I was just saying, I, mean, I think <coughs> they're a top four. That they could very much be a top four team. Whether they are, uh, I mean, premiership chances. Yeah, I grand don't. final is what I said on the show last week. I said if things slide their way, they are a grand final chance. And if I was a Rabbitohs or a Roosters team, who I think are the most under pressure to kind of like make that grand final now, I, I feel the Storm are pretty looking. As good as ever, even that that loss, that's their first in a long time. It's Thomas still staggering Novak for me. Tjubovic is just when he's in that side, they are you know, they are a chance. He's the best player in rugby league right now. He's doing what Michael Morgan did a couple of years ago and he's just gonna come home with a sale. No one's touching him at the moment, and that includes Tedesco. Not close. The the Roosters, probably is getting close. Do you know what the the stupidest thing in the in the in the bookies are? They've got the Roosters at three dollar ten favourites. I don't get it. So what are the? Oh, you know, is there? I think there's value at the Storm. Surely the Storm are three fifty. Because I think that they're hurting from that grand final last year, and they, they're going to have. Yes. We said it before. They're going to have that wee bit more. But I don't. I don't um, think that's value. Three fifty is not value. Okay. No, no, no. The value is with the bunnies. Six fifty. Yeah, but they have fucking. They have to start. They have to really. They have to really do something convincing against the sharks. Really. Now, I think that 
The top five is not going to change. Storm, Rabbitohs, Roosters, Raiders, Seagulls in some order. But only four of those teams can win it. The Raiders can't win the whole thing. They no. just don't have it. Joseph B.J. Law is there. Maybe it's different. Well, he's missing. back this week, isn't he? Did he get named in Teamless Tuesday? He's gone. He's out. No, he's back this week. Joseph. Yes. No, he's not. That's what I heard. His Hang next, on, I'm just Googling this. His neck's fucked. Mate, did you not hear this? Does this make them a premiership contender or... BJ. Or yes. Where's the news? No, he's not. Set to return this season, five days ago, Canberra Times. His, oh, so his specialist gave him the all-clear to increase training. Yeah, okay, well, he's not playing this weekend. Okay, um, so he's close. He might be next week. Can Manly win it? Uh, I still don't think so. I think... I think the Sharks will have a chance somehow. I don't know why. I think the Sharks make the eight. Wow. Talk about the opposite of, like, uh, Mansour. Chance Nickel Clockstead. Jesus. Where's he come from? He's just... He's just... And Bateman. I mean, they've bought so well. Griffin? Even he was pretty good early in the year, wasn't he? Who's Griffin? Oh, I keep calling him Ryan Griffin. What's his name? Ryan, who? The, the 13. It widened. Oh, Sutton. Yeah, Sutton. He was a yeah. good boy. Um, He's doing the job. What, what about the Titans now with Justin Holbrook? They've given him a five-year deal. They actually, is that announced? They got, they, what yep. happened to Kiwi? When the, why didn't they give it to Kiwi? Because apparently he had the job, but he didn't want... Um, he didn't want to go and ask for it. He wanted them to come to him on a, with a silver platter. And he fucked himself. Why would you want Kevin Walters? I know you hate him, but he's oh, he would attract God. players, wouldn't he? Unbelievable. Okay, so there's, there's a, a little bit of a book on Holbrook. Is that he's a former lower-grade coach at the Dogs, the Dragons, and the Eels before serving as an assistant to Trent Robinson at the Roosters. And he's won 57 of 72 games at St. Helens. He's that guy that's been long touted as a as an ex coach. Five years and given it to like jeez. What does five years mean? They can still get rid that of it. That means nothing. They can fuck him off after a year, can't they? Maybe. Yeah. No, just cost them more money, right? They've got Ashley Taylor on their books in a million a season, so I'll be very interested to see what he can do with him. Ash Taylor, yeah, Taylor. I know. That's sad, isn't it? Okay. They actually rejected Wayne Bennett, allegedly, went to them. After he found out what was going on at the Broncos last year and said, I'll coach you for 600k, and they rejected him and said they wanted to stick by Brennan. You yep. give that, you give Brennan, uh, sorry, you give um, Wayne Bennett that roster that they've got right now, and he's, he's got them in the top six. He's yep, I agree with seventh. that. Yep. I agree with that. Yep. Um, so I've had a little look at the NRL draw. Okay, I've been I've been paying attention to the Labara mobile rounds, how shit they've been, and I've come up with a solution for the NRL draw going forward. Do you want to hear it? Yes. And this is all around watching the Origin period again, and never before have I thought how bleak it was. I almost walked away from. I wasn't watching games, but now and it's hard to imagine seeing you know the Manly Storm game and even the Warriors Eels. The difference is exciting. Um, the Dragons, Rabbitohs. It's hard to imagine how good the footy is at the moment, how bad it was four or five weeks ago. So 
This is my attempt at fixing the NRL draw. Play everyone once, okay, 15 games. Then you have crossover games. You play an extra five, okay? So you play 20 games in total in a season. Now, every three years, you play the same team twice in the crossover games. So let's just say that you are the Sharks. You play everyone twice, uh, everyone once. Then you play five teams twice in this year. Then next year, you play the next five teams twice. And then the year after, you play the next five teams twice. And then you're back to square one three years later. You so know, that doesn't work. Yeah, it does. It does because... How do 16 you get, teams. How do you get three groups out of 16? You play five games. Five no, teams. hang on. You need to... So basically what you're doing... I thought, oh fuck, I've got to work this out. Can you actually do that? you got six... So you play 15 games, so you play each team once. There's 16 teams, right? Mm. And then next... Then you say you have to play... There's five that you play twice in three years. So you're basically doing a pool system, but you can't get three out of 16. What do you mean? Three groups out of 16. They're not groups. It's just you're playing five teams twice. Yeah, but but are they the same five teams every three years? Yeah, so you play... Let's just say that you play the Dragons, Eels, Roosters, Titans, and Sharks twice, right? Then, the year after, you play the Rabbitohs, Bulldogs, Panthers, Seagulls, and Knights twice. Then, you play the Broncos, Storm, Warriors, Raiders, and Tigers twice. Then you go back to the Dragons, Eels, Roosters, Titans, and Sharks. So you ro- you rotate... Yeah, but those- I'm, I'm saying I don't think you can do that with 16... 16- Oh, yeah, you can. No, I think you can, yeah. Because you're, so. you're, you're the 16th team. You're playing yep. the other 15 okay. teams, okay? So I've got 20 games in total, okay? So, Ten- so technically, some years, you might say, oh, this is going to be a tough year for us to make the eight because you might have Storm, Rabbitohs, mm. Roosters, uh, Sharks. <laughs> you're playing twice. Now, what that does at the moment is you, pay, you play 24 games. You play yep. eight teams twice. But I don't think there's too much of a rhyme or reason in between it because every single year the Warriors play the Storm twice every year without fail. They yep. also, I believe, play the Coast? Roosters twice every year without fail. Always can play the Broncos twice too, I think. Um, so there's certain times because, so- because the, the if anything, the NRL tries to play Sydney teams play each other. Yeah. That's true. As much as possible, which and, ends up being the teams that aren't in Sydney play each and, other a lot. And ironically, I believe that the Warriors used to choose what they thought was the best gate-taking. So they always picked the Storm. They always picked um, the Broncos because they were the ones that got the biggest crowds. But ironically, they're the best teams, which didn't really bode well. So um, mm, I don't know that's bullshit. I don't no, know I, heard, I heard it. I heard that. So well, we, I hear a lot of shit that's bullshit, especially coming out of our mate's mouth. Okay. So I've got 20 games, right? Then there's a three-week break mid-season. It's three weeks. Right, stop. Listen, three weeks. Get it over and done with. Origin back-to-back on the Wednesdays, and the test matches are on the Saturdays. Three weeks, just boom. Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. It'd be good if Super League could stop too. Yeah, we we can arrange that. They'll do whatever we say. We've got a week by. Yep. Some stage. So that means if you've got a week by, does that mean that the actual there's you more don't than... Have to st- you don't have to have... Um, you've only got one by, 
you don't necessarily if you want two you can have two or we can increase it hold but, on hold on a second so but but the week the last weekend before the three week break mm-hmm. right is there football mm-hmm. because do the origin players not have yeah, a week so let's off. just have that as what the bye week before we could have a bye week before that okay okay yeah now if now that's 24 weeks in total if you want a second bye that's 25 weeks but you know, the NFL plays 17 weeks and they only have one bye. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I honestly, although I'd be gutted about this league, I think overall and for the better of our game, I mean, the bean counters, Rehari, we've got to go negotiate our TV contract, don't we? And it's, we've got to get some, tough we need part. to get some salesmen going in there and saying, okay, TV, because I don't have to, there's got to, Someone's going to make it work. Someone's going to make it work that we can get at least as much money. Oh, but you might be right. Can we then get more money for the internationals? That's the thing we've got to start looking it's, at. It's whenever we... you're whenever you're removing games from a, from a season, it's going to be tough. But it's the tough, fact... but but you got to look at the big. But but why are we doing it? Quality. Yeah, and then, but quality surely turns into. Profit and the like, NFL yeah. doesn't have forty games. No, but 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 if they did, would they make more money? Yeah. But hang on. But, well, if, but increasing the game, game, increasing the season is one thing. Removing games off a season is another. They actually are lobbying at the moment that NFL to add two more weeks onto the season. They're doing that at the moment. Well, um, hang on, hang on, then, Harry. No, really then the player rugby league players association would have to say because they keep whinging. We might be able to save some money on player costs. But I, I don't know. This is a purist view. Look at it, right? To try yeah, and know, get but, but, so a better competition. So why are we talking about it? It has to be. We've got to be real here. Well, let's let's take our idea to someone who's um, who's in the NRL. We'll see what they've got to say about it. And 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 I've, but I've already preempted. I know exactly what they're going to say. They're going to say well, we're going to find the, the I don't know, two hundred well, million dollars more less of. Maybe maybe it's hundred million. I mean, you you still. But are more day, people going to, can we start gonna... producing our own content? Well, what I think they could do is actually maybe negotiate harder with the streaming rights and maybe look at how you could, you know, your KOs and your digital subscriptions and, you know, looking outside the square um, globally to yeah. potentially, you know, sell the streaming rights to it um, and look at different yeah. platforms. Maybe that's where they innovate um, and try and get the... Yeah. Uh, or they try and... Um, you know, next time the rights around, they try and look at a rival platform bidder that you know, despite the reduction in the um, season, they look at someone else to try and purchase them for more. I don't know. I, I just uh, know how uh, to make I mean, a pure, pure season. Would we be good at the NRL? I think if we're surrounded by the right people, then I think yeah, we're looking in the best what, interest. Like of the game. Uh, Gabriel Richens. Who the hell is that? Pleasure machine. You know, someone I know has Blake's partner. We just, we just, she's just keeping us relaxed. <laughs> Whoa. Um, every time we had a tough day, Pleasure Machine comes on over. Just inspiration mainly. So like Solomon Homono can do it. Um I'm gonna tell you something. Chanel Harris Tavita should if I was the Warriors, I would be starting him ahead of Cody Nicarima for the rest of the season. And I would be either putting Cody Nicarima at dummy half or bringing him off the bench in some sort of super sub role. CHT well, I think with bullies, I think with bullies suspension, you can, you can, I'll give you the opportunity to do he that. He is something. 
He has got something about him. Yes, he does, and Tuvi liked him, so that says something. Um, that was just a quick aside. Now, we were chatting um, during the during the weekend. There's a lot of league getting chatted about, and I was mentioning to you that in terms of, you know, there's a lot of competition amongst drug dealers these days, and you in know, terms of upselling or just oh, I just think right? it's just it's a very um, oversaturated market. There's, you know, the access to dealers these days, allegedly, you know, so I hear, they're very mobile, you know, they're the dark web, they're out driving Ubers. I believe that it's quite easy um, to purchase drugs if you want to, so I've heard. Now, it made me think that given the nation and the world's love of sport, um, you know, take ecstasy tablets. And, you know, they always used to have little sort of emblems printed on them or pressed on them. You know, I was thinking as a as a, an aspiring drug dealer, if you were a young bloke going, how am I going to differentiate myself? I think they should actually start producing um, sport-based pills so that they have got a pill press and they press them with the emblems of sporting clubs. You know, think of over at, um, in the EPL. If you're Manchester United and you would only take Manchester United dingers, and you know over here in the Western Sydney, you know your your you, your Bulldogs fans, if you can get nice blue Bulldogs dingers, you're going to have them every time. And I think you're going to yeah. take more. Or of them too. if you're like a massive um, Japanese supercars fan, you just just had red Mitsubishi's. Hundred <laughs> percent. It, it made me think of okay, so maybe you could actually start producing. You know the chemists out there could start producing the dingers to suit their the recipe recipe based yeah so not just looks but also um Feel. also the makeup of and you know we did a bit of banter back and forth and i've got five pills that i wanted to um just sort of share with you so starting with the raiders so the green with a nice little viking helmet on it Ooh. big in our nation's capital probably jesse bromwich and kevin proctor and go looking for them in a, in a test, during a test match, after a test match, really fucking good for 40 minutes. Like, very, very, very strong. But then they <laughs> suddenly fade very, very quickly, and ultimately they just sort of run out. So they just kind of leave you wanting. Just leave yeah. you wanting. So you it. have a few a night. Yeah, you might have a couple. Yeah. You might, might have three yeah. or four. Probably the next team that you might have five or six and give up and discuss is the Titans. I just don't think they ever kick in. They don't work. So you basically... <laughs> You basically may as well be taking Panadol. So pill to you, the pill testing tent would just go, you go in it, uh, Splendor. Oh, there. Ah, fuck, you've got another batch of Titans. You'll <laughs> be right, take as many as you want. And you could always resell the Titans to unsuspecting people that don't know much about sport. Oh, yeah, got a bag of Titans, you had these? Yeah, they look all right. Yeah, sounds get into these. Good too. A Titan sounds like I'll smack you around a bit. Um, <clears throat> now, the Dragons, I think, maybe on their own, not so flash. But if you want to have a decent dragon pinger, crush it up with a stealer one, put it together, maybe just a, just a little bump of one of those, and I think you're away. Oh, they'll um, end up at the table most of the time. Very, very good early. before Stuck they, in the middle of the table yeah. so the kids can't reach it. Middle of the road. I think the storm, consistently good. You know exactly what you're going to get, and you pay for it too, so you might pay a little bit more for a storm dinger. But boy, boy, oh boy, those purple ones, just very, very good. And <clears throat> lastly, I think you know what we're going to get to is a Warriors dinger. 
comes in waves, just very, just wave after wave. The highs are high, the lows are very low, and just leaves you with a real smacky, horrible come down. Um, just and really doesn't leave you. Your guts is twisted. You're not in a good space afterwards. But there are moments, basically, like a herbal. <laughs> oh, herbals. <laughs> Now, herbals were consistent base, but they just, fuck, they filled you up, didn't they? If you haven't lived, if you didn't live in the herbal era, well, basically, if you weren't New Zealand living in the 2000, the 90, 2006. 1999 to 2006. Six, yeah. Yeah. And basically, it was legal ecstasy. <laughs> but with the horrible side effects. You, like, you hang they out they Wednesday. Have, they should have illegalized the side effects, criminalized the side effects. I mean, I remember going to a corporate office and just, you know, looking at all the people that were in their early 20s on a Monday. Yeah. And it's like a bulk. And it was just herbals. Like, those hangovers were, God, they were bad. One thing I did think about during the week, though, you know how they've got, like, zero alcohol beer now? Yeah. Yuck. What if you just took that to, like, the office on a Tuesday morning and just started drilling them in the morning by a computer? Like, would anyone say anything? (laughs) (laughs) So you what, bring you out your lunchbox. It's not alcoholic, but you're like, just chugging <laughs> on them. Okay, what about if you're a teacher and you're just teaching kids and just <laughs> <laughs> just run out a kombucha, you bring out a Heineken Zero. Can they get rid of you? Or what's, oh, what's more, what about a kid walking to um, high school and just some people are drinking a V on the way to school, he's drinking a Heineken Zero. I don't. Oh, can can I send my kid down to the bottle shop to buy a box of Heineken Zero? Fuck, I don't know. Nah, because I don't think you can because they can't go in a bottle shop. But I like, can. They don't sell them at like Seven Elevens either, do they? So it's an interesting one that you know it could become an Israel Folau debate if a teacher does get wiped out for doing a six pack before um, interval. Wow, something else. Um, okay, so we're looking ahead. To round 20, okay? I'll go put the kids to bed. Right now? Well, hang on, let's see how they're going. Two minutes, two minutes, all right? Two, two minutes, okay? Thir- I'm just going to rip through. Bed time. Thursday you say hi to all the listeners, Trev? No. no, he doesn't want to go. Thursday, Tigers-Cowboys. Tigers win that, they're right up in this. Warriors-Raiders, Raiders playing for a top four spot. We've talked about that. The bro- the Broncos storm. Broncos at home the storm. Oh, yeah, Trivet just out of the. Uh, right. Yeah, I think the storm win. I think the storm win. And I think you've got, as I said, Sharks Rabbitohs game of the round. Sharks Rabbitohs. Yeah, oh. is it Shark Park or at um, Shark Stadium? Park. It's always tough to travel to. Fuck. And who the Titans got? Titans have got the Roosters. Roosters are a home to the Titans. Fuck, I need the Titans to win a game because <sighs> I've got a beer bet on with Stu Pitts on who will finish higher, dogs or Titans. And the latter, who as we speak, the dogs have got the Panthers. No, they won't win there. Oh, the Titans. They'll catch the dogs. You just watch them. Hope so, God. They'll be it's playing for Hodge. Is Hodge there now or they wait until next season? Next season. No, next season. Yeah. Yep. All right, mate. Well, let's we'll let you get back to your dad duties. Uh, we'll chat again on Sunday. You gotta love your league. Good league.
Jacko loves stray dogs. Beastie loves Sterlow. You know what they say about playing the game, you can't be.